Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey, through all the things in pop culture that you consume, the stuff you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable. Hello, everybody. Happy Pride Month and all that jazz. And I had to bring the gayest person on that I know. And so our little balada, my goodness, I'm saying balada because I'm talking about the other fucking podcast that I, uh, anyways, <laughs> but this is our other binge, you guys. So our binge has come home and that is Nelson Castillo. Hello, Nelson. Hi. Hi. So I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to cut that out. So the thing is, this might be a no edit episode, you guys. So just hang on tight because we have a loose outline <laughs> of things that we are going to be getting ourselves through. Um, lots of stuff is going on. The television is in reruns, except for a few things because all the good series have ended. But we will discuss Idol yes. today over on Max. We are going to talk a little bit about whatever just happened over on Bravo because it's been a mess now for like a few good weeks of like Vanderpump and Jersey and everything else. So that's been all beat to hell. So we aren't going to get too much into it, but we need to get into a little bit. There's some OC going on, but before we get anywhere, we have a very special announcement. So my sister in the Lord, Mr. Nelson Castillo (laughs) had this idea y'all. And he was like, I'm going to start throwing parties. And I'm like, wait a second. You, the featured dancer, the featured performer, the go-go extraordinaire, <laughs> 16 years old, um, you're going to start doing your own parties. And so, but you've watched everybody. You've been in the industry for how long? Like you've worked under a lot of different people and you've seen a good way of doing things. You've seen a poor way of doing things. Yes. And so now, so this is like, I'm going to, we're, we're bringing something out of the closet because we're going to be talking about something tomorrow. But Nelson, before we get into our pride event, tell them a little bit about yes. your new venture, your new evening thing. Perfect. So um, we have a new night that is going to happen. Um, and I'm partnering with uh, Gabriel Urena from Fort Lauderdale and Brute Bears. And we're going to bring a Latin bear night. Um, to San Diego, um, which is great. Um, and the name for it is everything. This event is like sort of my baby and I have been holding on to it forever. And I've always kind of been scared to pull the trigger in doing it because, you know, once you say it out loud, once you say anything, you know, then people start kind of, you know, coming for you or you get doubts and insecurities. And it's just like, you kind of have to get over that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it. And it was just a really good opportunity for me to have because it had presented itself. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm 40 years old. I am tired of working for other people. <laughs> and I kind of want to, you know, Vera wing this. I want to be my own boss and reinvent myself at 40 and have something else that is going to be fun for me because I do have a day job and I love my day job, but I've been doing that forever. And I feel like there's this no 
there's nothing that is like, it's hard for me. Like there are moments that are hard, but nothing is presented as a challenge, nothing that I can't get past. So it's mm -hmm. like, what do I do? Do I create, do I create my own job now? You know? Um, and that's what I'm, and that's what I'm doing. What, what else am I passionate about? What can I do? So I'm going to take a stab at this. And so um, we're going to do a night, like I said, Latin bear night, and we're calling it Susia, which I think is very, <laughs> my yeah, <laughs> I think it's very my brand. I think a lot of people relate to it. You know, people say say it all the time to each other as a fun little thing, you know, so. So Latinx people will know what, what this is. So sucia means dirty. It means just, you know, it means dirty in Spanish. And so. It means dirty in Spanish, yeah. So this is where we're which going. Is than, <laughs> yeah, which is different than cochina, you know. There's a whole debate between cochina and sucia, but sucia is like the more fun thing like yeah cochina is like, more like your 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 pig you're gonna be you're, you're licking people's boots you are you are doing yeah. things that you, know, <laughs> you might need to go get a cipro you know medication for you know that 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 is that's yeah. cochino okay that that that's that you know it's like puerco cochina you know that kind of thing but when we get over <laughs> to the sucia part it's fun it's hip it's what it is yeah and so yeah, Nelson had this amazing idea. And the thing is, and the fact that like, I think it's kind of cool because, um, yes, the two of us, I think we live in a place of privilege because we're both light skinned Latinx people, you know what I mean? And you being, you know, mm -hmm. person of color and mixed and that kind of a thing. Um, I think that we have a, a certain amount. So we, we're like passing. So I think when it comes to a lot of like bear parties, uh, people have some difficulty, you know what I mean? Wrapping their heads around, you know, like a bear party and then with black and brown and, you know, yes. all the other colors in the spectrum, because we also have our Asian bears and all that sort of a thing that it kind of doesn't always feel like the most safe of space or the most comfortable space to be going into. And I want to mention other bear parties because we're both very active in them. And so we're not saying anything bad about these other bear parties that we go to, that we are no. active in Barracuda, Bear Night, Mega Wolf, all these yeah. other brands, they are wonderful. We love yeah. them. We give them their roses, but we are turning around. Nelson is in particular, yeah. and he is giving roses back to the black and brown boys here, and that we're doing something a little <laughs> different. So with yeah, that, absolutely. Mm -hmm, um, that's what I wanted to do too, you know, right? Because like me and you, like our favorite music I know is like hip hop music is R&B music and even like a little bit of Latin. And, you know, sometimes a lot of the events don't provide that type of music. So not only are we saying our night is a Latin night, you know, we're going to take that and we're actually going to play music, but we're not going to make it that old school Latin vibe, you know, where it's like Celia Cruz all night or like Luis Miguel, you know, we're giving you some Bad Bunny, some Rosalia. We're even going further with that though too and making sure that all the talent we hire are pro predominantly Latin people or people of color because we wanna highlight that and provide a space and make sure that, you know, not only are we providing a spot for ourselves at the table, but that we maintain that spot, you know? So mm -hmm. it's not like that we're not gonna hire, you know, white people or anything, but it's like, we're predominantly making sure that this is what it is. We want this to be the focus. So when people go out to these events, they kind of see themselves there, right? Because I feel like that's a big part in doing an event and providing the space is that people wanna be able to relate to your event and feel that they see themselves there and that they are represented. So we mm -hmm. want to make sure that everyone is represented. So the night is for Latin men, bears, and their admirers. That's how it's being 
represented. It's a night for everyone to be included, men and women, however you identify your gender, your pronouns. Everyone is welcome to be a little susia or a lot, however you want to yeah. do it. <laughs> but do understand, you know what I mean? If you're going to be walking into this space that this is, you know, it's, it's, it's um, it's still a bear party. There still might be people walking around in jocks that we don't know what's happening in the corners and just leave it alone. <laughs> so like, it's just that, but 100%. Yeah. Now we're going to like, so that's going to be happening. You guys. So keep your eyes peeled, go over to Yas queen. Y two A's three S's K W E E N. Make sure that you guys are following <laughs> along with, with Mr. Uh, Castillo here. So this way you guys can get your updates about when the Susia parties are going to officially drop. But before he does that, we're going to kind of give you guys a little bit of a taste and what better time to give you a taste is like during pride. I mean, come on. So we are coming to you guys to the rail here in San Diego, the rail over on Robinson street, formerly known as the brass rail, um, potentially known as the brass rail again, but anyways, we'll talk about that later, but <laughs> so, the rail is going to be going, uh, it's changing hands, management, ownership, and that sort of a thing. And so, and with that, we have been brought into the fold. Nelson was in particular, and then he kind of brought me over and said, let's do this pride event. So we are going to be bringing you guys on July 16th, Sunday, July 16th from three to 8 PM at the rail. We're bringing you super Susia Sunday. Okay. Hashtag S3. Three S. Yeah, S3. Yeah, S3. <laughs> so, like, we got there's three S's. So, it's you know what I mean? So, it's just going to be all those lists are going to be out that day. I'm going to Super Susia Sundays. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be a whole thing. But Super Susia Sunday is happening, you guys. So, you guys are going to be able to find tickets yes. for that. They are going live today. You guys are listening to this. If you guys listen to this on the day that this episode drops, which is going to be Friday, June 16th. Is that what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Friday, June 16th. We are opening ticket sales for this. You guys can go over right now. Let me make sure I get our exact uh, URL for you guys. It's www because it's on the World Wide Web because we are business women and we are officially on the World Wide Web, but it is (laughs) super Susia sdpride.rsvpfi.com. I'm going to spell that once because some of y'all are slow. Get out a piece of paper. Here we go. Don't even put a piece of paper. Just put this right into your browser. What am I talking about? Okay, listen. Super S U R Susia. That's S U C I A S D P R I D E dot. R-S-V-P-I-F-Y dot com. Okay. And that will also be in the show notes. You'll find that in my link. You got uh, my Instagram links. You will find that over on Nelson's Instagram links. Buy some tickets. And not only that, but the thing is, is we are dropping in at the lowest price for San Diego. We're not even mentioning the other parties in San Diego because those all get their thing and their due when they all have their house music and their techno and their boom, boom, boom. We're bringing you guys Latin and hip hop (laughs) in the afternoon, Latin and hip hop, y'all. So just come over. You don't know if it's going to be a 90s hip hop thing, if it's going to be something current. They might be playing SZA. They might be playing Rosalia. They might be, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's going to be a good afternoon. It's going to be a time to come out with your friends, come chill, come uh, 
grab a cookie. So Chabat Bakery is going to be in-house. They're going to have a pop-up during the event. So you know you guys love Joelle and Amanda and their great cookies that you guys have been seeing all over Hillcrest. But they're going to be doing a pop-up that afternoon. We have other potential uh, surprises along the way. Our DJs that we are bringing out are DJ Ernie V from LA. What parties is he from, Nelson? He does a lot of stuff at precincts. I believe he does uh, Putaria and Capera. Yeah. Those are the main parties he does in LA. And then he does other things like at Long Beach at Executive Suites. So he's all over SoCal. But I believe this is his first trip down to San Diego, which will be nice. So Exactly. So it's kind of like nice and fun and exclusive. And so he's going to be doing the later evening set. And then the, we're going to be opening the afternoon with DJ Rick Betta. Y'all know you guys yes. love him. Uh, so yes. it's like the number days, you know, you know what I mean? And so, and he is going to be out there in full form. So we have those two DJs going to be playing all your Latin and hip hop hits. It's going to be an afternoon of good fun. This is for girls, guys, boys, girl, you know, trans, uh, anything in between bears, queers, admirers, otters, whatever animal that you recognize yourself with. That does include mermaids. Cause <laughs> if you just lay there during sex with your balls, like up there, like a mermaid style, that's for you too. come. But like, this is like a whole thing. <laughs> so yeah. um, the artwork is wild. It's a lot of fun. Lily holiday did go ahead and she gave us some really, really great artwork. And we guys, we got, uh, Let's just say it. We got Meatball. She's going to be in-house. We got Meatball. Seconds. Got- yes. <laughs> Bloppy Seconds Meatball, the one from Dragula first season, the one who you also have seen on the season finale of Drag Me to Dinner over on Hulu. She's going to be our house diva that evening. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah. want to make sure that you guys are all coming out. Super Sucia Sunday for San Diego Pride. That's going to be your new vocal warm-ups for those who do voice because Super Sucia Sunday is a hard thing to say a lot of times. <laughs> Super really Sucia quick. Sunday. Super Sucia Sunday. <laughs> exactly. So it look is. for it yeah. out there. It's going to have, like, the thing is, is, like, when we started, like, you know, this, like, little journey when when Nelson brought me into this little, uh, to this party, and um and i was like okay we have to do this like love it and then i was like can we push for like this broad city type of like like vibe because that's what we kind of like bring it's like grab your best girlfriend get to the party you know you're gonna have fun you lose your best girlfriend you make a new friend you eat a taco then you find your best girlfriend and then you go on to the you know into the next thing so make sure that you guys make your stops over $15. $15. It's a deal. Get your tickets now. Hit the link. Okay. So we have sold enough for today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some, into some, uh, let's idle chatter. Let's get into it. So right now over on Max, yeah. we have the new series that has now replaced our succession Sunday nights. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Like, over at Max, okay, number one, they were HBO with the beautiful purple, and now we're at, like, a Best Buy blue with Max. It's, like, a whole thing, but, like, <laughs> I don't feel like it's as elevated as it used to, you know? Like, you guys know that I love my HBO Max. It makes me feel like I'm more fancy when I watch, like, you know, The White Lotus or Gossip Girl. But, <laughs> so, we are now post-succession, and now we are dealing with Lily Rose Depp, um, Nepotism Baby, yes, and I love how we, everybody was like nepotism, 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 and then they're all just keep on coming back. We get more of them every year. <laughs> so. It's crazy though. Like I just, for me, I understand that she comes from like you know royalty, like Johnny Depp. But like mm-hmm. I don't see the nepotism. Like who did she have to know to get this show? Like 
I don't she know. She knew her father. I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's it. But, but so, I mean, if that was the case, he could have just bankrolled the thing and she could have done something where she kept her clothes on, I'm sure. Like, no, this is her acting out. Like... This is her straight up acting out. You know what I mean? Because all these girls, look at, look at Miley Cyrus when she was twerking up on, you know, uh, Robin Thicke. You know what I mean? Like, this is what the girls yeah. do. The girls be girling and they just get out there and they do their thing. Um her parents are Johnny Depp and Vanessa Paradis. Oh my gosh, she's so yes. French. And like the thing is, it's like yeah. she's she's built like a brat doll. You know what I mean? That big ass head and those yeah. eyes, beautiful. She is. She's totally. <laughs> that is a great. That is a great. Yeah, representation of her. But I think she's so beautiful. She's so pretty. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it is <laughs> okay, you guys. I can't say I can endorse this show yet and I can't say not to watch it. Okay. (laughs) It's only like, there's only been two episodes that have come out at this point. Uh, I have watched both. I will say the song world-class center. uh, I'm a freak that you can find on uh, Spotify right now, wherever you are. Don't stop listening. Listen to it after. Um, But it is, I have it in my head constantly and i have really been playing it more than i should be (laughs) and the words the words are stupid (laughs) yeah it's a bop it's good well here's the thing right the weekend or abel as he wants to be referred to it now he's producing all the music on the show so i mean and the weekend makes great music i think so um that's good i mean it is catchy so i like it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm just a freak yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what does she say? She says like, y- "Um, you're cute but dumb, and that's a good enough ratio." And it's like these songs don't even like, the words don't even like really go together. But it's like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. You know, we love our Britney Spears and everything. It does have very much like yeah. people are saying like it's based off of Britney Spears. I don't even know if the the filmmakers have said that, but like that's what I'm assuming is that like, yeah, it's like no. Britney Spears, a little bit of Bella Thorne. A little, you know, it's yeah. It's um okay. They How do, do you do the inside? Like, sorry. No, go ahead. Saying? What are you saying? <laughs> so they have the inside of the show after, and they talk about it briefly. They did say, you know, they did get inspiration from you know the the pop of the '90s of Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. That whole era was what they were definitely going for when they were doing this. So that definitely is influenced by it and it is done by the same guy that does euphoria so once you know that that it's the same people that did euphoria you kind of see the connections a little bit and to where everything is because even if this wasn't lily rose depp i very much see sydney sweeney doing this because it just reads crazy white girl and no one does a crazy white girl better than sydney sweeney (laughs) yeah she's up there for it she's like our she's like the new um what's it called angelina jolie but doesn't hurt herself as much at least yes. you know, I hope it. yeah but um <laughs> allegedly but the idol okay so it's basically after nervous breakdown derailed jocelyn who played by lily rose depp uh after her nervous breakdown derailed her last tour she's determined to claim her rightful status as the greatest and sexiest pop star in america her passions are reignited when she meets tedros a nightclub impresario with a sordid past aka the weekend um Will her romantic awakening take her to glorious new heights or the deepest, dark depths of her soul? Um, it wants to be so important, this show. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Yeah. It, it takes itself so seriously. But at the same time, yeah. it's, it's dealing with a lot of, like, funny topics. So I don't know. 
is it camp? Does it know it's camp? Does it con does it actively participate in yeah. knowing that it is a camp show? Or were they making like, were they thinking they were making I Euphoria mean, Part 2? Do you know what I mean? Like, wh where was the yeah. I think there definitely is camp because in the first episode, they're all dealing with the the come on her face, right? The picture that went out yes. across America. And so Wait, I don't like, understand this. Be yeah. Somebody <laughs> came on her face and they took yes. a picture <laughs> and then they put it online. What? What am I yes. looking at? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so they're they're talking about it so much, but it's just so funny and what how they're talking about it. And it's just like, you know, I'm 40 years old and I'm not like a crude person, but just to see like the evolution of where we are with what is acceptable in television, right? Like I remember like Heather Locklear calling someone a bitch on Melrose Place and that was the shocker of it all. Mm -hmm. Now people are saying cock and we're getting pictures of people come on their face. It's very like, there are no well, limits now anymore, you know? <laughs> it is HBO, but you remember like- That's true. <laughs> that, that like leads me to think though, like remember on ABC back in the day when like nobody like, I had no desire to watch NYPD Blue. This is before I was an, yeah. an SUV head. But NYPD Blue had butts. Like, they had, like, men's butts. Oh. And it was such a big deal, I remember, back in the day. And they were showing, like... So, like, who's, it, whose butt were we seeing on NYPD Blue? Was it Mark Paul Gossler's butt? Was it Jimmy Smith's butt? Or was no. it, like, the old guy with the mustache? <laughs> it was the old guy with the mustache, Dennis Ferrand, or whatever his name was. <laughs> no and, one like, wanted to see his butt. I'm sorry. No one wants to see that. <laughs> But it was like so, like such a big deal um, to see like, that, right? To and I think it was, skin. and I think it was even like Ricky Schroeder maybe even had like one like in the beginning. But it was like such a big deal, and like um, it was just like. But now we're having like come on the face, you know what I mean? Like, but but at the same yes. time, like in White Lotus, we saw you know like the guy's balls, you know what I mean? Like when they showed us the prosthetic yeah. of the balls. We saw the dick behind, you yeah. know, from behind. <laughs> like, yeah. Which isn't yeah. like a scene that, you know, that, that women really always, you know, get to see as a dick from behind. But like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they, definitely just, go for, they definitely go for shock value. I think they go for the camp and the shock value. They, they push the limits because it's like, I think people are almost expecting it with an HBO show, right? Like you cannot not do something like that anymore on HBO and not have any sort of, whether it's the story, it's the visuals, you know, it's, mm -hmm. or the language, like there needs to be something there to kind of make it relevant to today, so. Well, it just, it just, well, but you wonder like, does it though? Because at the same time, succession, okay, yes. Tom did eat his own cum in like season like one or two. Like there was like that whole like storyline when 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 some girl like gave him a blowjob or something like that. But it wasn't like a you know, um, but we never like saw it. Like succession really didn't deal with any like sex like visually, you know what I mean? It was always like talked about afterwards, you know, they were trading dick pics or yes. whatever else. And so I don't know. Yeah. It, it is kind of like even, you know, with everything. Um yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a whole thing. Um I cannot remember the actress's name and I'm like trying to look it up really quickly right now. But the one who hands her her ass in the second episode when she like, so in the first episode she goes and she's with Tedros and they have like their little dalliances. We see that we see them interacting at the, like the nightclub and everything. And then yeah. they, they go to a, the studio. <laughs> like, and it is one of the most uncomfortable. The one that's her. Yeah, yeah, when she, when she's re gonna, when she's gonna remake the song, and he puts the he puts her um, oh yeah, 
he he puts her what do you call that a robe over her head ties it up and then like yeah. poke, pokes a hole in yes. it with 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 uh with the knife okay intense yeah. scene did we need it like this is this is what happens yeah. when we let straight people make 50 shades of gray okay <laughs> like that this is what well, we did straight people make 50 shades of gray though did exactly <laughs> that's what i mean is like when more straight people keep making more stuff about like snm it keeps turning into this where you're never really sure is like the there's a weird consent thing you know what i mean like there's like a ride yes. of like like is she into it is she not into it we're not really sure yeah. But she's but then she's into it. You know what I mean? She chokes herself when she she's into it because yeah, yeah. And that's the thing too. That's the only thing that's not really adding up with the show right now is all the sex stuff. Like why? Like I'm not mad about it, but it's like what is so integral to the plot of the crazy sex? Like well, are we gonna get to know a little bit more about her, who she is? Like I, it's it's weird. Well, what it does is what I hate about it is it's taking the power away from the sex. You know what I mean? Because it's making her like if you're into sex, whatever you're into and whatever you want to do it, you know what I mean? Whatever your fetish and all that kind of a thing is. Um, and this is like almost making it seem like, you know, she's there's something wrong with her. So she wants it this way. Do you know what I mean? And like. Yeah like necessarily like i think a lot of like the fetish people you know that they uh they want to say that you know well it's it's more about connection eye contact and, all that <laughs> and then like yeah but he just put a, a baseball bat up your ass while, <laughs> while, cho <laughs> while choking you out and it's like um so i love your connection <laughs> <laughs> That it's has nothing so, to do with eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so awkward. But now that like you know, but that that little scene though of him like poking the hole with the knife, open your mouth. And she's, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then she moans on her track, you know, and makes a remix of the song, which then she yeah. that next day. So back to what we were talking about is like the next day when she's when we get into episode two and she goes to play it for her team. And yeah. half of them are kind of into it, but then the woman who is all about business, and I cannot remember yeah. that freaking actress's name. Um, yeah, I don't remember her name either, but she is great at what she does, and she's great in that role too. So um, the show Jane does Adams. have a great cast. It's it's Jane yeah. Adams. That's who it is. Um, she's like she what plays else such. Has she... Oh, Jane done. Adams. What else has she done. She's yeah. been in a ton of stuff. She was in. Remember Hung. Remember that show? Yeah, I remember that show. Okay, she was on that. She was in um, Eternal Sunshine. Um, oh my God, her other yeah. TV shows. She was on Hacks. Um, what else would you okay. know her from? What was she doing on Hacks? I love Hacks. I cannot wait for Hacks to come out with their third season. So yeah, she was on Claws. Like she had like a role as like one of like the bad guys on Claws. Who was like for one season. She oh, was. Cool. She's from. Twin so she Peaks. does a lot of stuff. She's. She's been she's in like just never one of the main people though ever. She kind of is a really good supporting actress, but you yeah. know because she's good. So you you've yeah. seen her in everything because yeah, like I'm seeing here, she's done CSI, she's done Law and Order SVU, you know. So she's been in everything, <laughs> and she. But I remember her from Hung from that 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 TV series back in the day. It was like on like Showtime or whatever yeah. about the guy with the big dick. Um, yeah. Duh. But yeah. I mean, she was she was on House like her. Okay, I'm like going through her IMDb 
bitch be working. Like, <laughs> it's insane. She got bills to pay. She got bills, girl. Come on. Well, she's <laughs> paying her ba- bills very, very well. I hope she has a good manager because she's been in like Frasier and shit. Family ties back in the day. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's old school, girl. She's like, been working. Got each other. <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs to sing in the shower. That's like, that's a shower song for me. <laughs> oh my God. So I was telling Phil today because so he's doing his trivia, right? And so mm-hmm. like one of the categories is daddy issues. And I was like, it would be really fun to do your music category TV um, songs, but then name the dad and then the show, right? So like you would play the succession theme song and it would be, you know, of course, Roy Logan succession, right? So, but mm-hmm. now there's out of the family ties and family ties is one of the best TV songs like ever. But who was the what was the dad's name on Family Ties? I don't even remember. <laughs> we got the world spinning right at our fingertips. It was rain or shine. Uh, it was the... Alan Thicke, right? Alan Thicke was the dad, but what was their name? What was the family's name? Like their no, fictional Alan Thicke, name. I don't Alan Thicke wasn't the dad on Family Ties. Alan Thicke he wasn't. Was, no, he was the dad on Growing Pains. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Is that Growing Pains? Growing Pains is that song though, right? No, you are singing the right song for Family Ties. No, no, no. You're singing the right song for Family Ties. That's the Michael J. Fox, Michael Gross, Meredith Baxter Bernie. You know what I mean? Like it was all them. Um, it is a classic, but but um, yes, you are singing the right song. But Alan Thick was from Growing Pains. Growing Pains with Kirk Cameron. Okay. Yeah, he was Kirk Cameron's dad. Anyways. So anyways, yeah, anyways, that was a, an idea I had for his trivia. So he's going to be using it. <laughs> I love it. So those so. of you guys who are going to trivia tonight, I, so I hope you guys do well. <laughs> In the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have you could have studied up. That's the thing though, is it's yeah. like I can't even remember what Michael Gross's like name was in the show. Um yeah. Now now I have to check. You'd have to look it up. I have to look right? it up while we're talking <laughs> right now, is that we're right here. And so <laughs> was this yeah michael gross with steven steven keaton that's who it was because it was alex alex p right. keaton was the was the son steven and elise were the mom and the dad i remember it was elise because i had a cousin um, elise and i thought it was really cool um yeah. anyways that meant nothing about anything but okay so for idol you guys um see we're just kind of like floundering because i think neither of us really love the show but we're just <laughs> we're just kind of like on because we are living with like all this sadness now on sundays because not even bravo is giving us anything so like really max yeah, what was what was bravo giving us up. on sunday some housewife franchise I don't right remember now they're giving bravo us giving atlanta they're giving us atlanta right now and it's terrible uh, is it it's, yeah it's I so can't. bad atlanta atlanta is <laughs> really even, really bad i didn't even know it was on right now to be honest with you that's why i was like what's what's bravo doing on sundays like this is know. a perfect place to so, transition so let's transition over to some bravo talk um, let's, let's talk about let's talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. Did you finally watch the last episode of the uh, Jersey reunions? Girl, I'm so far behind. Busy. Here's the thing. Okay, with, no, it's not even that. Like the thing for Jersey for me is it always starts out great and I'm super invested, and then I get bored, and then I just forget because I'm like, oh, I'll watch it this week or I'll watch it the next week, and I'm like like five episodes behind. I think so. here's what I would do if <laughs> like, I were you. Yeah. Um, go ahead and watch the reunions you don't have to watch the whole series or if you want to you can watch because I, I didn't watch i stopped watching when they were like in ireland when they were doing like the bachelorette me parties. Too. that's when i stopped that, watching yeah it was around then yeah that so. was when i dropped out and because it was just like the next episode was just like okay we're just gonna get into melissa versus Teresa because you know 
Teresa wants to fuck her brother yeah. and she can't. Um, but like allegedly. <laughs> um, but like <laughs> but uh oh my God. but like it's I mean that's, that's so funny. <laughs> that's really where it bases down to. Okay, that's that okay. This is where our fight is. There is like this weird Oedipus flowers in the attic complex that Teresa and her brother have with each other. I'm sorry, it's weird. And then so Teresa's like yeah. jealous of Melissa, but at the same time. Now, Joe, I think, is seeing the writing on the wall that when Louis became Teresa's husband, he would become the number one guy in the group, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules style. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he automatically yeah. gets status. Louis has status now. He married into this. And yeah. like now he is a reality star and he's becoming a villain. But um, OK, so let me tell you, because it's not really spoiling it because it's Jersey and it's terrible. Um <laughs> what we have right now on jersey is Teresa and melissa spiraling out they don't know what to do with each other margaret's on the other you know as margaret is on like melissa's camp Teresa really only has at this point um what's her name jennifer aiden that's pretty much all she's got like yeah. on her side and she thought that yeah. she had um new girl danielle but they yeah. fucked danielle over and Danielle knows okay. it. And she goes backstage in the middle of like the filming. And she's the like, reunion. yeah, she goes back to her husband, you know, like on a lunch break. And she's like, they fucked yeah. me. Like, like, like she realizes they fucked me. So now it's like everybody yeah. versus Teresa and Jennifer. That's just what it is. And um, so the big, yeah. So the big things that come out of this one are Frank Catania got new teeth and he is sexier than ever. <laughs> And the thing is, is, and I've never, and, and like Frank, I've been like always like on the fence of like, okay, is he attractive? But in this third and final episode, he goes back after Louis because Louis has essentially, what they're finding out is there's this guy named Bo Deedle who is a private investigator that Louis has paid to go and um, investigate everybody and bring all their shit up. So, you know how like Jen Fuda, they were in That's that crazy. custody battle thing. Um, yeah. John, John Fuda brings it up in the thing. He was like, I just want to know, why did you contact my ex-wife? What was, what was the, what was the purpose for that? Because remember Jen Fuda was trying to get, um, custody of her husband's child that she's basically raised because the mom has been out of the yeah. picture for all these years and the mom is actually in jail now. Okay. So that's what we, that's what oh. we have now. Yeah. That's what we found out. And so Jen, you know, they put the paperwork in and then the mom had like 90 or 60 days or something like that to say something and like recount, recant on the, on the petition. And so since that's happened, it actually has went through, but Louie gave her a voice like this woman and like, put it like, put her out there and like, put her on TMZ and shit. And she was the one. And then what they're also finding out is that Louis has personally called like Margaret's kids to get dirt on Margaret and Joe. And Louis has also That's now, and then Frank Catania, this is where he comes in and he's like hot. Like he's all sitting in his suit there. And Frank never talks during these reunions. You know what I mean? He's always like, yeah, you know, yeah. just kind of like cheering people. And Frank is like, <laughs> and Frank at a one certain point, he goes, you know what? I never talk during these things, man. But you know, the only time you're gonna get something from me is when I'm super excited or when my feelings are hurt and my feelings are hurt. And it was the sexiest thing for him to say that, number one. Like, give me a straight man crying. I love it. It's a kink. Daddy, um, <laughs> no, please, daddy. <laughs> daddy, chill. Daddy, chill. <laughs> but um, 
it's like and then he you know does this thing and then he even goes like later on when they get into this whole thing because there is this uh fight going on between joe and lou uh and louis louis whatever his name is um where they were going to start a pizza business together and they and joe wrote like a check for like two hundred thousand dollars to get these pizza ovens made or whatever and then something recanted and they were all printed because they were supposed to be under like some no-no thing or whatever italian guy situation and teresa and the girls decided to call it skinny italian and they decided to label all of the things with skinny italian that's what from what i understand is like what 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 had happened so now all of these uh ovens are sitting in a warehouse somewhere apparently but what happens here is that um joe's like well if they're sitting in a warehouse i will buy i'll buy them off of you because i made this investment and i will put them out there and let's let's get this what are we doing why are we sitting on inventory blah 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 well, Frank comes in and he's like, and we forget that Frank isn't just a contractor, but he's also a lawyer. <laughs> so, and Frank is like, I'm representing him on this. And Frank gets into Louis's face as well about this. And he just like with all this legal and you're just like, when did Frank become this part of the show? Like, like, like Dolores's ex is like, <laughs> he, he's making sure that he is not leaving just because Dolores has a new man in her life like Frank, right? Frank, like... <laughs> yeah Frank is gonna stay a character on this show like he him and his uh new girl they just bought a house so he's moving out of David's house yeah. so like there's there's all this stuff yeah. that's going on but that was like one of the more fun and interesting things that whole thing with the he's different... got a paycheck he's got a paycheck yeah. to cash now it's, it's easy money they want that Bravo money they want, they don't want it to go away extra cash well the thing is too is is our friends over at the Real House Bears podcast um pop yeah. the bear and hunter harden they actually just recently yeah. had frank on the show so shut like, up oh my god no <laughs> yeah so you have to like listen you have to listen so like they no they're like really they're they're pulling because they're they're putting in some work over there doing like full like recaps like they really do recap the whole entire episode over here we just bullshit and giggle about stuff you know what i mean but like <laughs> i have well i'm gonna see hunter in san francisco because i'm dancing for barracuda pride out there and so we're both doing that. So I'll talk to him about it. He's so funny. I'm like, oh my God, girl, please tell me you like touched his arm or something. Like, did you well, have I think they recorded via Zoom. I think they did it uh, via Zoom. But that's so good. And they got some good pull too, because they're actually, he's really good friends with Heather Gay. So, I mean, they got like all the Salt Lake girls on lock. Well, not all of them, but most of them. And they are, they do do things with Heather outside of the show and stuff like that. So oh, they have yeah. so much like going on over there, but no, but that was like one of the yeah. cool things because Papa the Bear like had texted me and he was like, we got Frank coming on the show. I was like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's amazing. I'm because, jealous. <laughs> well, their whole thing is because he's, you know, because they know he's so hot and whatnot. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. um, Frank is I hope so I didn't hot. just spill the beans. I hope their episode is out, but um. <laughs> Right. Oh, well, sorry, boys. We love you. <laughs> anyways, if it doesn't now, this is going to be the thing. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm like three episodes behind over there on their podcast because they're covering Jersey right now, too. So that's what, no. that's what they've been doing. Anyways, back into this. If you no. guys want to listen to it, the Real House Bears, their, that, their podcast is so much fun. Listen to our friends. Um, back into what we're talking about. So that was kind of like the Jersey situation. So leave that on the shelf. Vanderpump last night, they just had yeah. like... We are at that point. We need to let these kids go. They need to go and like live their lives for a couple months. <laughs> I don't want to see them. I think that's kind yeah. of like the general consensus. Like I'm listening to that, like on all the different, like, you know, yeah. podcasts and everything else that I hear. Um, yeah. 
the only we've had thing. enough right like i love it but it's like we've had enough it's like we, we need a breather or we need a break or they need a break like, I just really want to wear white nails again, and now I can't. <laughs> I do too, absolutely. And it's just like I think a whole thing. thing. You can do right, like Gina said. We can do the white nails. We own the white nails. My thing is, if you do the white nails, do like some fun finishes to them. You can do, you know, like uh, my girl does a fairy dust finish, and it makes the nails like iridescent, like. Or you can do like a pearl finish. Don't just do like a straight white, right? Because that's kind of boring and straight white always to me reminds me of like white out remember when you were like in middle school and you were bored mm-hmm. and you like painted your nails with the white out you're like look at me i can do nails now and like no you were just bored you were a kid that had <laughs> add didn't have and didn't have ritalin but you had white out and you needed to get the energy out so <laughs> well, that was so much nicer for me than, than me they're like shut up <laughs> <it."> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> go wash your hands fag like you know go wash your hands chip that off yeah <laughs> You look disgusting. Oh yeah. No, um, <laughs> that's the thing. This is like, so, but the only thing like last night that they did have like their secrets revealed and it makes them look even worse. Nelson. Yeah. The secrets revealed oh. makes, makes Sandoval and Raquel look even worse because the amount of times that Raquel talked about being the other woman and she goes in like when she goes home, from the Vegas trip and like they're sitting there eating Jersey yeah. Mike. They're eating Jersey Mike subs, which I have a problem with. Jersey Mike subs are like one level <laughs> up from a hospital sub. I swear to God. Like, like it tastes like like Jersey Mike subs are hospital food. I have never had a good one. Oh um, my God. Which, I've, never, I've never eaten there. So I'm so I'm good. I, but you know what? I think in San Diego we're kind of like spoiled with sandwich shops. Like, you know, um mm-hmm. Ike's is pretty great, I wanna say. So I'm like, I don't have a a desire to go to Jersey Mike's at all. So, but well, people love recently, it or they hate it, I think. So, I recently did this like golf outing where we were um, working for a thing and they brought us like free sandwiches, which is really, really nice of them and very, very sweet. But then when you like open it up and everything, you're like, Jersey Mike's. Okay. So, this is like a step up from like a prison sandwich, you know, when they give you like a ham sandwich in prison. <laughs> With like the with, with like the girl, you don't get ham, you get you get bologna in prison, okay? You get... <laughs> no, like like Luann when she talked about they threw a ham sandwich at her head, um, when she went to jail like years ago <laughs> for her incident, oh like God. when she was down in Palm Beach. <laughs> We're talking about the Countess Luann. This is uh, Bravo history for you uh, kids who don't speak Bravo, but that is what that is. Is that Real Housewives of New York? What York? about Jen Shaw? What do you think Jen Shaw is getting fed right now in prison? Jen Shaw <laughs> from Real Housewives of. of <laughs> Salt Lake. Salt I think, Lake City. What are what are they feeding her right now? <laughs> she's probably she's probably actually probably doing really really well. She's probably getting lots of preservatives from like the canned corn and the canned beans and stuff like that. <laughs> but like at the same time, um, like there was a picture of her and she looked good. You know what I mean? Looks good. Yeah. She didn't have her like they they had like a far off picture and she's wearing like the tan jumpsuit. You know what I mean? Like very orange is the new black. Um, and there is a rumor yeah. that she's probably going to be out in like three years, not six. So I'm just wondering probably because the prisons, they're always overcrowded. They're always this. And if she's got good behavior, sure. Why the fuck not? So and she's not good a for her. I look criminal. forward to. Yeah. And I, I look forward to like, you know, getting her book and seeing how that all works out for her when it comes out. So oh, she's going to be insufferable when she comes out. You know that she's. Oh, uh, well, she out. comes out. Oh. She can come out swinging. She can have so many endorsements. She can make so much more money. Hopefully, Bravo will let her come back. I don't I'm, know. We'll see. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, you know, I swear to God, and do not anybody take this as like a racial thing or anything. 
But you remember how <laughs> Teresa came out of jail and she still sang the namaste, namaste, you know what I mean? All that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because Teresa learned how to do yoga when she was in the clinic. Yeah. When she when she was in camps. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was away at camps. And so I learned to do yoga's as poses. Um, but she <laughs> but yeah, she came out with all the namaste, namaste, namaste. Um, and you know Jen Shaw is gonna come out. Asalamu alaikum. Asalaamu Alaikum. Yeah. You know she's going to come out doing that. She's going to try For to find sure, something. 100%. And you know that because Leah got the shalom on lock and, <laughs> and Teresa got namaste. So you know she's going to come out singing Asalaamu Alaikum. You know, you know it's going to be something yeah. like that. You know it's going to be in that realm. Totally. Um, I just, yeah, that little Jen Shaw. Um, what else? Okay, so we've been talking for like 45 minutes. So I just want to like kind of like make sure that we like hit Ooh. our like little things here. Oh, the other thing I want to talk yeah. about too, the Vanderpump. She's getting like another show, this Vanderpump Villa thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, they're saying it's basically like below deck, but in a French villa. Um, so Lisa Vanderpump expands reality reign to Hulu with new series Vanderpump Villa. Lisa Vanderpump is expanding her reality reign to Hulu, a new unsubscripted series. Uns- subscripted unscripted series vanderpump villa <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. unsubscripted i was like she can't speak today <laughs> i cannot you guys this is where we're going we... I want to, I, I, no no i want to unsubscripted unscripted okay <laughs> <laughs> i want some scrimps unscripted um but anyway it, it's scrimpses it's, it's plural it's more than one scrimpses okay it's more <laughs> I'm gonna finish reading this. Okay, the unscripted. Okay, we're done. We're done. I cannot. Sorry. The unscripted is the. I can't. I'm so like out. I'm done. You guys, this is like the end of a week, and we went to Pride Night, the very first one at Disneyland. We will talk about that in a at minute. Disney. Let's finish this Vanderpump bullshit. Okay. Because okay. people are like, "What is he gonna say?" Okay, so the unscripted <laughs> series, which follows the staff at Vanderpump's luxury French villa, received a 10-episode series order. A premiere date for the show will be revealed at a later date. Vanderpump Villa centers on the hand-picked staff of Lisa Vanderpump's luxury French villa as they live and work together to navigate every extravagant desire of the well-to-do guest, oh. per the show's official logline. Lisa Vanderpump, who will serve as an executive producer for the series, is also confirmed to be featured on the show. This sounds like some upstairs, downstairs, like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it, it is. It it's, seems, gonna like, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like like downtown, downtown Abbey. Abbey is what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> exactly what it's gonna be. But you but know, with right, like those some... with those with those hideous like um, chandeliers everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and swans everywhere. There's going to be swans, there's going to be ponies, there's going to be like a thousand different types of dogs. <laughs> like, darling, she would like a tea, and you have to like bring the tea out in a pyramid that has a puff of smoke. And you're just like, this is <laughs> like, Van- it's like Vanderpump Paris, but like in real life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to make, make the restaurant a house. Just wait. You know, it's going to yes. have those, it's, you know, it's going to have like, like, why are her chandeliers essentially pots and pans with crystals coming out of them like that's what they look like they look like upside down bowls and pots and then they put like a crystal or they get like a chandelier and put a hat on it and they're like there you go right and she's like we're done nicolaine you're so you're so smart nicolaine you know what i mean like <laughs> another one <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what I would love but is a hip hop song. They're doing this stuff. But you know, so they're pretty much doing the show though, I feel like, because you know, like those kids from Vanderpump, they don't need her no more. Like those kids are like famous on their own. They got their own money. They got endorsements. I wouldn't be surprised if after this, right, Raquel gets a, a cheese greater endorsement after this comment. Like they're making money, they're getting paid and they're not listening to her. After the reunion, they had like no respect for her because they just don't give a fuck anymore. So it's like Lisa needs to do another show where people are gonna listen to her now, I think. Like she has no power over them anymore. (laughs) Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, she does like, she has no power over these kids. Like it it was really like- executive producer, yeah. But It was like, mom, shut up. Like that was basically what (laughs) Lala kept saying. Like she was like, mom, (laughs) shut up. It was very that. It was like, and like she took it and didn't say anything, but it's like they, she, as far as I'm concerned, too, they don't need her next year for the show. You know, like it's her name attached to it because it's Vanderpump rules, but none of the kids even work in any of the restaurants anymore, except for no, me. So they go to her house Tom's to make bologna sandwiches. Tom Tom. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And seriously, oh my God, how pissed off would you be if you literally went to Lisa Vanderpump's beautiful house with fucking swans in the front and you got a bologna sandwich? Oh no, girl, I'm done. We are done. But it was wrapped in a really nice piece of paper with twine. (laughs) It was sprayed with like some Tom Ford cologne. (laughs) It really is. You know what, Brian? um, You know, Brian Moylan, who wrote that other Housewives book, you know what I mean? Like it was the the real unauthorized Housewives book that came out the same time that um, Diamonds and Rosé. It's on all Diamonds and Rosé. Oh, yeah, yeah. I read read the all Diamonds and Rosé one. Yeah, there's There's another book. Oh, I need that. There's another one. (laughs) His name is Brian Moylan, and he is so funny. And I listen to him all the time on like different podcasts. He's like a writer for, um, what do you call it? Uh, Radar, you know, he does like the, the, um, oh my God, what the hell? I'm really like lost it today. He does the reviews. <laughs> he does the housewives reviews on Radar Online. Anyways, but he's the author of that. best. Yeah, he's the author of the bestseller, um, The Housewives: The Real Story Behind the Housewives. He was the one who had the idea Is first. You? Yeah, he had the idea to do the book first, and then. Um, Bravo. Is it the same thing? Does he have like interviews? Does he have like interviews with all the housewives, like the not all diamonds and rose does? The housewives people gave a fatwa on on his head, basically, and they told all of their talent oh. not to talk to him. So what he ended up getting was yeah. he ended up getting the real stories from all the producers and anybody who had been fired and let go and that hated. Oh, okay. It. So anybody who like hates yeah. Bravo now went over to his book and they did their version. Gotcha. And then he got a lot of inside. Yeah. But long story long, what he, what Brian Moylan calls Lisa Vanderpump's, uh, you know, Villa Rosa, he says yeah. that it, he says that he calls it the Macy's. It's, it's a Macy's um, pure perfume counter that became a house. Like, and then when you think <laughs> about it, it really is. Yes. Like it's a big perfume counter. No, like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like he's it like, is. Yeah. And it's like the most truest thing I've ever heard. But um, I just think it's it, it'll be fun. We'll see like what else is going to be happening now on that like whole reality unscripted situation and all that. Okay, we'll before see. before we get like wrap ourselves up here today and everything. Um, is there anything else that you're watching right now that you want to put people in the direction of? Um, if you're looking for something more lighthearted and funny, um, we love the other two. It's on Max. It's been on yes. HBO Max for a while. It's New in its season. third season. It is just it. It's so funny. Like it really cracked me up molly shannon's in it i don't remember the names of the other two actors but 
it's they got a great cast and they're getting lots of great guest stars wanda sykes is on it she's been on it since season one too so it's this it's super fun it's like harder they're 30 minute episodes but like they they literally cracked me up they the last episode we saw they took they were making fun of like angels in america so it's all mm -hmm. towards the gays and because Carrie's dating this guy who's an actor, who's a method actor, right? But literally the play was called Eight Guys with AIDS. <laughs> I was just like, I'm done. Oh, so what's like, happening, you guys, is is on the series <laughs> right now. So the the other two, so what it is, is um, there is the youngest brother and he's basically a Justin Bieber type and his name is Chase. Yes. Um, yeah, Chase and Dreams. So, and yeah, <laughs> Chase Dreams. And so he's, and he becomes famous because he like online, like he, they basically, they based it off of it, like Justin Bieber. Well, Chase and his parent and his mom is Molly Shannon. Well, she becomes like a stage mother, like Lindsay Lohan, you know, kind of Dina Lohan type. Yeah. Well, as they, as, as Chase becomes a bigger deal, the mom who's played by Molly Shannon, she becomes a bigger deal. And she becomes this Oprah superstar type. So now you have these two big celebrities in the yeah. family and the other two are the, uh, are her other two kids, her older children, Carrie and Brooke, who Brooke doesn't yeah. have any idea what she's going to do with her life, but she's like supposed to be you know, yeah. like a manager. And then Carrie wants to be an actor yeah. as well. And he keeps getting these roles, but he meets this guy who is, a method actor who cannot drop the character. So the very first time that they meet, he's making this like love Simon type movie. So everything yes, that he yeah. does with everything he does with Carrie is very much like out of like a high school rom-com and taking them to get, you know, uh, taking Coney Island to get hot dogs and stuffed animals by the pier and that kind of shit. <laughs> and, so, and then what ends up happening is with this guy is that he gets another role and now he's in eight gays, eight, eight guys with AIDS and like, <laughs> like, and then he's like yeah. always on the couch looking all like sad in his oversized sweaters eating soup. <laughs> like he's always like eating soup. I mean, it's just, it is the most ridiculous. It's un-PC humor in all the best way. I completely, I will yeah. completely co-sign. The other two is such a show for everybody to be watching right now. It's um, great. Yeah. Anthony and mm -hmm. I started another series on Peacock the other night because we love Peacock. Um, oh, I have something else to bring up before we go. So this is going to be like a yeah. full hour, guys, because I do have one, an extra thing here. Um, I had another thought. I'm not going to bring it up yet because then we're going to completely sidetrack. This is episode is Susia and Out the Window. Okay, this is what's happening. That's the episode title right now is Susia and Out the Window because we are just out all, the place, all over the place. But <laughs> the show that I am currently watching that Anthony and I just started and we're like three episodes in is the new Kaylee Kuoko show over on Peacock based on a true story. Yeah. It's called Based on a True Story. Have you watched any of it? Have you seen anything that's about no, I know you were talking about it in the group chat, but no, I haven't. Like, I don't know anything. So, what is it based on? Though I want okay. to know. <laughs> it's fabulous. So, what it is is that they are a married couple, um, Kaylee Kuoko, and then the guy who is from the Mindy Project, who was like her main main guy for the whole thing. Um, okay. Let me just look it up real quickly because everybody knows he's the Italian guy, good looking, Chris Messina. He um, okay. You would know who he is. Just look him up. So Kaylee yeah. Kuoko and Chris He's Messina. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Short, cute, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. Chris, um, Chris plays Nathan. She plays Ava and Ava is pregnant. She is a realtor who is um, basically the firm that she works for only gives her like little apartments and things like that. So she doesn't make a huge amount. Now she's trying to do like real houses. And then Nathan, her husband is a, um, 
tennis coach who you find out like mm-hmm. um, I'm, we're going to give you some spoilers here in the first episode. So I don't want to give everything away because I don't want, I don't want to give you everything. Um, Cause it's really interesting the switch up that they do in the first episode anyways. So um, he is a tennis instructor and he ends up um, and they don't make a lot of money, these two. And so, yeah. you know, they're just trying to make ends meet and whatnot. She's pregnant. So the whole thing is, is like, they want to, you know, they need to make more money because they have another child coming into their life. Well, she's obsessed with listening to podcasts. Hello. Um, but <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and she loves like the murder podcast serial and all those kind of things. And I love it. So what she's finding is that, you know, like if she, if she had something to, you know, essentially if she had something to talk about, then she would, you know, like, you know, she can create a podcast and make some money too, you know, that kind of a thing. Well, there is a serial killer in their town and they, yeah. And so somebody, somebody has been being killed and you don't know who it is, who's, who's the murderer because they introduce a few different gentlemen in the first episode, you know, that are around, mm-hmm. you know, Haley or Kaylee Kawoko's character. Um, yeah. They, so it's like, you're looking and it's like, is it her husband? Is it, you know, is it this guy that she's trying to sell a house to? Is it this other guy that they meet that's doing work on the house, blah, 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 blah. And so, and yeah. then there's a big switch. And then all of a sudden she's going to like now create this uh, podcast, you know? So we're only a couple episodes in do listen to it we are going to be getting into and just like that later like later this month but i would say based Yay! on your story yes based on your story is completely something that we have to like listen to okay yeah, before we that go sounds anyway, good. i would definitely get into that yeah i would mm-hmm. get into that so <laughs> okay so since our episode has been unhinged yes. and all over the place i have one other thing to bring up yes yeah rupaul's <laughs> drag race all stars. All stars. Yes. How did how did we how we how have we missed this whole episode about Drag Race? Oh my God! What I haven't fuck? talked to we anybody about this. Gays. I know I haven't we're talked to the, anybody. We're the, we're, <laughs> we're the worst gays. I feel like <laughs> completely forgot about Drag Race. Um, so you guys I know, know we're the gayest gay. <laughs> I guess not. You just lost your mantle. Somebody's out there sucking dick. I not lost you. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Right now we are all down. Stars, yes. Yeah, all stars. The most recent one to go home was uh, Miss um, James Mansfield. Yeah, James Mansfield. I was hearing, which behind... I'm kind of stuck on. So, what do you mean? I'm stuck on like why they sent her home when Kahana's been in the bottom the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, it's, well, here's... It's, they're not doing it by the numbers. So but, the tea yeah. that they're saying What's too. Inside tea, yeah. Is that she was just fucking annoying on set? Is that she was always complaining? She was complaining about things, crying about not being ready, blah, 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 blah. And I think it just got on everybody's nerves. And they were just like, okay, we're done. I was like, fuck that. We're done. Right. Get rid of her. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Because the vote was unanimous, right? Like they all voted for James. Like, I think the only one that voted for Connor was James, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and it's like, so, oh, so we're not playing by those rules anymore, which is like one of those things now is like, if they dangle Jimbo down low, we're gonna get we're we're, we're losing uh, Jimbo. If if they put Jimbo in the sure. top in the bottom two, they're gonna they're gonna vote him out. She's a good competitor for sure. I would definitely get rid of Jimbo. But here's the thing, right? We were talking about this girl cannot execute a lip sync to save her life. Mm-hmm. Like she gave literally Jessica Wilde and Candy Muse that thirty thousand dollars, like because those girls turned their lip syncs out, and you know I did not have a lot of high hope for Candy Muse and that lip sync just from like the past, but 
girl turned it out and like and i love candy muse i am a candy muse stan i will go so far as to say she will be top three and hopefully win the series i would love to see candy go home with the crown for all stars they so. are not going to give cookie monster the world the series like, <laughs> they are not doing <laughs> it but then, then it's Lala Ree or Jimbo, but like Jimbo, like Jimbo. Can you imagine this on one being the? She's gonna come out there. I'm, I'm the, I'm the all star winner. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she's got that voice. I just don't. I don't see them being like, "Yep, make that one. Make that one the star." Make, I think Lala Ree has a real chance of taking this. She's, she's like the. Yeah. She, she's gonna, you know, come out from, you know, um. She'll come from behind. She's doing. She's doing well. She hasn't won anything yet, but there's still a lot of show left to prove. And then she's and she's maintained being in the, that far. So I think sometimes you just have to be a silent killer, right? Like you're gonna come mm-hmm. out and attack and like the, and get through the pack, right? So it could Lala be Jessica Wilde. She, I love Jessica. I love that too. Actually, it, I think it could be her. Amazing. So because yeah, these girls who and, these early season girls when they come back. You know what I mean? They're they ready. Come, they They're hungry. They- yeah, like 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 Kylie Sonique was like Kylie Sonique came oh, yeah. back and said, "I'm I want this so bad." You know what I mean? And it's kind of like the same vibe yeah. is that like Jessica's like ready right. to have it, and she's funny. Yeah, she's silly. Yeah. Like you know, do you know what a golden shower is now? Yes, I do, and yeah. I now do it. <laughs> <laughs> But even with the All-Stars winners, right? Like Jinx Monsoon was one of the earlier season girls and she won. And even Raja, right? Raja was one of the earlier season girls and Raja, sorry, Raja took home the second place. So, because like for me, I've been watching Drag Race since season one. So I do have like a big heart for the older season girls just because, you know, like they're doing it, you know? So, and it's Mm -hmm. nice to get that representation. So the the last couple of two seasons of All-Stars, has been nice because it's been a good representation of I feel like the old school girls versus like you know the new school girls you would say right um because I love that you know and like Darian Lake she was so great on her season like it was great to get her and Mrs. Kasha Davis was they weren't really that great on this for all stars but it was nice that they were given an opportunity to like you know be highlighted again and people can you know be like oh yes I remember her I loved her so the fame game's stupid right the fame I game, think the fame is, stupid, I think, right? I think it's super stupid because like, what are they getting, $50,000 if they win? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's cute, right? But some of the girls already got that, right? Look at Jessica and Candy. They're already walking with 30K because they won their lip syncs. Like, and if Jimbo keeps winning, I'm sure the girls will rack up another 30K because we know Jimbo ain't winning that lip sync. That's <laughs> the whole thing. All right now. I bet you right now, all at this point, the girls are like, let Jimbo win, and then whoever lip syncs third will get another 30 chance. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> no one wants that 10K go. no more. They're, like, they're probably like, fuck the 10K. I want a 30K lip sync. Okay. <laughs> well, the whole thing is, is like not knowing where it is. So you want to win the week after Jimbo does each week. Because that's really where you have to be. Like Jimbo, like that's let, her, let her win. And then next week you have to be hungry yeah. for it. And so you can try to get that extra. Yeah, because these... it's an extra $5,000 tip each time. Or is it 10? You know, it's an extra five, right? It's t- No, no, it's an extra 10. It's 10 if you win the lip sync. Oh, so geez. that's how yeah. they got to 30. Yeah, so it's 10 if you win the lip sync. But let's be honest, though, too. Like, Angeria Van Paris Michaels to be the lip sync assassin? No. No. She was... Yeah. <laughs> that girl... <laughs> she was not She's a assassin. comedy queen. She's a comedy queen. I don't queen. even want to... I don't want to talk badly about her, but I'm going to. So we went to the Drag Race brunch in Palm Springs Memorial Day weekend that Morgan McMichaels and Mayhem Miller do. 
And they had her there, and it was her first time in Palm Springs. The first time we saw uh, Angeria was after her season at Riches for Black Girl Magic, and she was amazing. She like brought the house down. She was she was great, right? She showed up to this drag brunch, and she was like not engaging. She didn't care. She wasn't talking to people. It seemed like she was like bored to be there. And I was like, maybe she, had, maybe she was like, there? maybe she had like a like I want to like. Cause she seems like a sweet girl and everything. So maybe it was just like, it was too early. Maybe she's an evening girl and she shouldn't be doing morning gigs. For sure. But then don't sign up to do drag brunch girl. I need a paycheck too, but I know where I'm going to be best at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not signing up for that 5 a.m. shift. (laughs) I love how the number one question when when you put into like all-stars eight casks, I was trying to see if we had missed anybody that we should be talking about. Because the fame game is just kind yeah. of like whatever. I have been kind of like looking at them, you know, like on Instagram. And I feel yeah. like Darian's doing the best out of everybody right now. But as soon as you I knock, knock Kohana or one of the other girls down there, it's going to be somebody else. The whole Heidi thing. Probably, yeah. Do you understand oh my the God, whole yes. Heidi thing? Let's, I don't I don't understand it at all. Here's my take on it was she started all the drama. And then when she was called out on it, couldn't like hold it up. And I was just like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I like, because here's the thing, right? Even when Lisa Renna was the villain on Housewives, Lisa Renna would be like, yeah, okay, I fucked up, right? It's about Heidi, like, walked away. She cried and she's like, I'm going to go home because I don't want to deal with this. Girl, what? Like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> I think she was just done. I think she just wanted, like, she wanted out. I think they were, I think she probably was feeling that they were going to paint her into the villain box in the way that this fandom is, especially with black girls. It's just, it's so, so, sure. so demonic. The way that people treat treat them is just like, maybe that's why they like, she was like, I'm like, out, I'm out. And here's the thing though, too. I'm tired of this though now, right? Like, I, uh, I totally understand like mental health and everything, right? Because the last couple of, like seasons i think we did was it uk versus the world and like isis couture dropped out because she wasn't in it anymore and then there was another season of like uk australia where a girl dropped out she's like i'm mentally not here anymore they need to start checking in with the girls i thought that they were giving like a mental capacity Mm -hmm. test or to see where they are but they need to start checking in with the girls like if you're gonna sign up you can sign up like vendilla creme okay great you modified tv for us you gave us something that was fun and all but now everyone going i'm gonna quit like this is not fun for me anymore like i want to see the drama i want to see you compete i get the mental health i really do 100 but they need to like now make a thing with the girls to be like hey if you're gonna be here you need to be here you don't get to quit like, it's it's looking like that's what Mama Rue's going in to do. It looks like somebody else wants to quit next week. Yes. Like that preview. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because we saw the yeah we saw the preview. Yeah, and she's gonna come in and like. Whip so we're gonna find out. It's like tonight. Yes. Yeah, because this this comes out tonight, on Friday, yeah. so we're gonna find out tonight on Drag Race. Yeah, <laughs> but like good. They yeah they drop those episodes at midnight on Thursday. So if you up late, like you can get the episode. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I cannot keep myself up. And then, and then it's like one thirty, and you're sitting there, like feeling like really like what just happened. I just watched the whole episode by myself. It's like, and it's like, and then you can't talk to anybody about it. So it's like eating a meal really fast, and then you're just kind of like full, oh, yeah. but you have no, no release. You can't. And so yeah, it's, I don't. It's too much. I try talking to Julio about it, right? Because like I literally text Julio, my bestie in San Francisco, and I was all like right after the Heidi thing, and I was like, "So please explain to me why Heidi left." And he was like, "You dumb fucking bitch." I was like, "What?" He's like, "I haven't even watched the episode yet." And I was like, "Girl, it's eight p.m. What do you mean you haven't watched the episode yet? Like, <laughs> get on it, girl. Chop, chop." Because people still like, watch them late. Yeah, because me That's and Anthony, true, we, guess, we, but like, 
we appointment watch and we do it like usually like you know like after dinner like on a friday night you know because i'm not going for sure i'm too old for but that i love not having <laughs> right like hbo right for succession like you don't get up till like six or seven right so like i love that i don't have to wait to that like if i get off work early on friday because mm-hmm. i usually work a day shift i come home have my good little barbecue to eat and i'm watching drag race i am so happy like, I can well because they throw the they throw that <laughs> they, they throw it they, they throw it at us early over on like uh on sundays because of uh, for like max because they know that the east coast is going to ruin yeah. it for us you know the people are on yeah. the other side so that's why we get it like earlier yeah. on those days but yeah no i cannot at midnight the night of <laughs> just watch it and then you're no, like ruining it for I everybody be, yeah no i will usually be in bed by then because sometimes the show will amp me up a little bit and then i won't be able to go to sleep so mm-hmm. like, I will wait to watch it like the next day or just because it makes me feel good. Like I'm like, I'm going to go home and see some good drag. This makes me happy. Yeah. So <laughs> real quick before we wrap ourselves up. And we got up. to see some. Wait, wait. Yeah. I was going to say, we got to see some drag race girls. So we were at Disneyland for gay pride. We saw Coco Montrese, Alexis Mateo and Miss Vanjie in boy drag when we left Indiana Jones. Which was crazy. So the thing is, is they completely, they, they did Disney the right way. And you know that they probably had an escort. That's what that situation was, is that they had somebody that was like taking yeah. them through because they were going, allegedly, this is what I'm what I'm viewing, because they were very sweet. Coco was uh, absolutely the sweetest. You know what I mean? Like she was just yeah. like, oh, I want to go with the daddy bears because they were sending her down this other yeah. way. And so what yeah. they, but the way that they were sending them was through the um, elevator and whatnot because yeah. it just puts you on the platform and i've done that before because like once when i had to do disney like inside of one of those uh little motorized little carts because my i had an issue with my leg and so yeah. you get to when you have an issue like that you get to go through like the extra like back ways of getting into like the thing and that's how they also take the vip people so like if you have like I love that. Yeah, if like the Kardashians <laughs> are there, they take them a different way to get into the line because they just know the looky lose in line and everything are to be like an issue. And I think probably they knew yeah. that okay, we have three drag race royalty people here. We cannot let them yeah. go stand with all these queer people. It was the sweetest thing, guys. <laughs> this is this is what we'll, what we'll wrap yeah. up here. Is um we yeah. went to the very first Disneyland uh, after dark Pride Night. They've never done a Pride Night before. So it was the very first one. Yeah. It fa- very much like they were sticking it to Florida and everybody else <laughs> by doing it. But um, I kind of loved it because it was like a big safe space to be just all these queer people running around yeah. Disney, having fun, rainbow and all. Yeah, I had I had no expectations of the event because I'm not a Disney gay. I'm not a Disney person. Um, and I hadn't been to Disneyland since I was 15. And we were pretty much doing this for my uh, boyfriend's uh, gal pal because she wants to go and she's a Disney person. So she was like, I'm going to be your ally. We're going to go. And I really enjoyed myself. I loved it. I was like, you know, the 15 year old me that came out was like crying inside, but 40 year old me was kind of like, eh, right. Like, but I was mm-hmm. having a good time. Like I enjoyed it. Like it was a lot of fun. I would definitely do it again next year. Um, but I would stay the night in the park though, probably or stay the night at the hotel or something like that. So yeah, it was, was nice. Drive up and back. Yeah. We, we ended up staying at a different hotel this time. Cause we usually like stay like, like, uh, like the other, like a Hilton property or like the Marriott, like down the street, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a few blocks away. We ended up staying closer yeah. this time. We didn't stay at the grand, yeah. grand California or anything like that. We didn't stay on property. Cause that's just ridiculous. That's like an $800 ticket at least, you know, or $800. Just to, like, yeah, yeah. It's like. Like they think they're like a luxury hotel. 
but it's just because drag, drag me to the Dell for that. Okay. Drag me. <laughs> not even there. Like take me some, I want to yeah. go somewhere else. I do not want to do an $800 room in San Diego. Cause we live here. I know hashtag we live where you vacation, but still, um, <laughs> but it was cute. They had more characters out and about than they had. Okay. How about yes. when we went and did like the picture with Clarabelle, the cow. And then that girl who <laughs> ran, random, there was a girl randomly there. You guys, this is the very first pride night ever. And all the characters all have like their pride costumes on. And this girl had a recreation of exactly what Clarabelle was wearing, like headpiece yeah. and all. And it's like the very first pride uh-huh. night. And it was like, how did these Disney adults know like what is their inside track and like if those disney adults put that to like real use i swear to god we would like solve world hunger but instead (laughs) costumes to disney bound as like little mermaid um but it was cute we got to ride a bunch of things we didn't get to do space mountain which was kind of like "Mm." yeah but um i think that was the longest way all Right. I do have to say this. This is so, it's so crazy to me now about going to theme parks because I come from a family of like eight brothers and sisters. So my family didn't get to take those, you know, lavish vacations to Hawaii that a lot mm-hmm. of my friends growing up. So but the theme parks was what we did. Like we went to Knott's Berry Farm, Magic Mountain, Universal Studios, you know, all the water parks. During you the can't summer. do that that's anymore. It's too expensive. We, that's well, no, but I mean, even then that's expensive probably for my parents then. But to me, what is so crazy about today is how, how much the technology is into everything because you guys were all on your phones going, okay, the wait for this line is only 30 minutes. And it's like, as a kid back then, you showed up to the ride and you just waited in line. They didn't even <laughs> tell you how long the wait was going to be. You waited there for five hours or 30 minutes. You didn't know, but wait, you wait, were going to be there all day. <laughs> wait, wait, I have a question. That whole yes. afternoon, did you never get on your Disneyland app? I don't have the app. Yeah, the whole oh, the whole time we were girl. there, I did, you guys had apps. Girl, Your you whole were, you experience would be completely different. <laughs> Your whole experience. No, that's what I'm saying. It changed. Like it was crazy because even when we were getting food, people were like mobile ordering food. I was like, this is so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like this has totally changed the game. But that's how long it's been that I've been to a park that that that's where we are now. It's great, but it's just so funny to be like, I sound like such an old man. I was like, back in my day, you waited in line for the food. No, no girl. We okay. If we, we we have to do Disney, like on a, we have to do like a real Disney trip and like actually like go during the day and enjoy, and enjoy the park. But the apps will change your life. And the thing is, is the one thing that we didn't really take advantage of yeah. that night was like the genie thing, which is you pay twenty five dollars more, and then you can like yeah you can reserve your spot in line and not have to go walk over to the actual thing. And you just yeah. go over when I it's love that. your time. Yeah. yeah it's like See, the greatest I'm thing for that too. Yeah. I can't so even can believe do everything that you want to do. So I didn't even realize. Cause like just being a theme park, you know, head is that, you know, like download the app. And so you get your wait times and you know, what's ready yeah. and what's here and that kind of thing. That's cause we're like, Girl. okay, right now there's only a 25 minute wait at this thing. Let's go over there. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, <laughs> It was so funny because all of you were doing it and I was just like, what is going on? So like, I mean, there's no need for me to download the app when like six people in my group are doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I'm just, for me, honestly, I was like, I'm just here for the ride. Like, that's what I am. I will have to say my favorite part because I'm an alcoholic was the bar, <laughs> the Star Wars bar, because we got to drink some alcohol. And the drinks were real cute. So the I fuzzy tauntaun is go. something, you guys. It's, it, a, it's called a fuzzy tauntaun. It's a fuzzy navel. It's essentially fuzzy navel. Yeah. What they do, though, is they put this like foam on top that numbs your lips and your mouth. You weren't feeling it. 
but I, I completely was feeling it. But I did my second one. But my second one, I totally felt it. I was like, oh, that was strong. I was like, <laughs> that just shows you guys. I don't yeah. do as many chemicals as everybody else. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lightweight when it comes to my fuzzy tauntauns. Okay. Right. Who are I your crushes like, of the week? Tauntaun in that. <laughs> uh questions of the week okay i am in love with that girl that does the kardashians on the instagram she cracked me up like if i am just feeling down like i don't even know her name to shout her out but i think you all know her she does all the girls when she does chloe she has like the paper nails and she just does all the girls so well so much so that i, I incorporate the whole mm, yeah like thing that the kardashians do like me and my boyfriend say it back and forth to each other and it's kind of obnoxious it's so ridiculous <laughs> i know who exactly who you're talking about and i will give everybody who's the name right now it's um oh my god it's andrea lopez that's who that's who he's talking about andrea uh, lopez um she does all great, the characters so. her court her courtney kardashian is so spot on it's ridiculous like when she does it, Courtney, it cracks me up, but so she's your she's your girl crush, or, or, um, she's your person she's crush. crush. Who who's your place in your yeah, thing? She's my person crush. What's up? My thing right now. I'm obsessed with the rubber Birkenstock sandals. Like I cannot get enough of them. Like Phil is making fun of me because I just bought two pairs like a month ago. But like I bought them in like a, the baby sky blue color, and then they were like in lime green. So I will behave myself for the most part, right? Like I remember like one week I was like, okay, I like them both, but I'm only gonna buy one pair. So I'm trying to budget. You know, I watched the Netflix How to Live Your Rich Life, How to Get Rich. You know, like mm-hmm. so I'm trying to take you know inspiration from that so it's like but then like the next week I was like because you know for me I'm very much a person that will reward myself instantly like I was like I had a good week at work let's go get those sandals right like instead of like (laughs) saving the money so I literally had like a great week at work and so I was like I'm gonna go and they're only $50 they're not very much money um if I'm being honest and I went back and I got them but like here's the thing now like I have like 10 pairs of like rubber Birkenstock sandals and it is control like I have them in orange and pink and green and blue and purple (laughs) and gold and black and so it's like every color so but like i love them i am like obsessed with them they make me happy they're super comfortable i never thought i would be this gay that would like have all the rubber birkenstocks but i love them and what's your place <laughs> my plate like a food no your place your your person place oh, and my, thing <laughs> my person place and thing i think i would have to definitely say um uh, you know it was really happy i was happy on the Thunder Mountain in Disneyland when we were all there and everyone was like screaming and having fun and being silly. Like it was just so nice to like forget about everything. And Disneyland kind of has that place that does that to you. You know, and now it was, like, you Phil get it. Go- now you get why me Phil and Gunther I- go. Yeah. Now you get why me and Gunther <laughs> go. <laughs> like, because you don't have I, to like- think about real life. No, like, and me and my boyfriend, we have a great life. Like, when we go on great trips and we have little mini excursions, you know, but we're, we're not, like, fair people and we don't really do things like that. But it was, like, it was just very fun for a moment to kind of, like, not have to worry about anything, you know? It's, like, you're somewhere else. And it was fun and we were with other people. And I think for me, because it's something I don't do very often, it was just really nice. So We, sh- we should do, like, a Christmas that. excursion. We should do that. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd be down for Christmas. Yeah, let's do Christmas. <laughs> Completely. Um, okay, my person, right. my place, and my thing this week. I'm going to give my person is going to be John Hamm. I don't know if you saw him on Watch What Happens Live. Yes. 
but doing yeah, I saw him the James, he was doing James <laughs> Kennedy's <laughs> monologue and like Tweedledum, Tweedledee and Tweedle Dick over there. I can't, you know, you're like a woman with a mustache. And I'm sorry, but like well, somebody like John You two poop heads. Oh my God. But that's okay, that's gonna be my that'll been, be the guy crush. <laughs> I have been but, like jonesing for some madman, and I don't know anyone streaming madman. Like, where can I watch madman? I want some John Hamm and like some Sally Draper in my life. It's not on Netflix anymore. <laughs> it's not on Netflix anymore. No. It's Ooh, crazy. I wonder. I wonder Anyways. who has it now. Okay, so that's that's my person. My place is probably Love gonna it. be. I'm going to actually say, yeah, that cantina bar over in Disneyland. That was like. Yes. Oh, my God. It was great. Girl, that was a vibe. Like, I loved it. I yeah. wish we had more than 45 minutes. <laughs> That's the whole thing is like, you have to like do but, the 45 minutes and you have to like come back later. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, but maybe it's good that you're only there for 45 minutes because if we were there longer, who knows how much trouble we would have gotten into. <laughs> That's the whole thing, too, is I started to feel a little turnt. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you have it yeah. in your, your system. You're like, I think I Two am. Two drinks. There. Yeah, two drinks, 45 minutes, perfect. Let's get out. Let's get out. <laughs> um, okay, so my was my person was John Hamm. My place is the cantina at Disneyland. And my thing, my thing, thing, my thing yeah. this week is going to be yeah. the feeling we get when we get the first people buy a ticket to Susia. That's going to be my thing this week. So make sure yes! that I get crushed. Oh, my God. Okay. So yes, tickets for Susia. So this is how we're going to be ending the afternoon, the evening, the morning with you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Make sure that you guys look for your tickets for Super Susia Sunday. That is going to be www.supersusiasdpride.rsvpify. Dot com. So it, uh, it's RSVPFI, you guys. So we're not using Eventbrite on this one. We're using RSVPFI. The reason why is because the processing charges and everything else, because you know when you guys buy a ticket over at Eventbrite and you're like, mm, I'll spend my $25. And then you guys end up spending $35 because there's so many like attachment fees. We're not doing that to you guys. So Nelson and Phil, they found a different service, RSBP Fi. You guys will find it there. You guys will yeah. get a ticket sent over yourself. Another thing too is that the tickets are transferable. So if you cannot go, you can give it to your friend and they can come on through. They are not refundable and they cannot be used for a future Susia event. Okay. So you have to use them now. So afternoon. sorry. Just what it yes. is. <laughs> There's a limited number of $15 t- tickets available. Um, they will be out there. And we will, if they're not available, it'll jump up to 20 bucks, but it still won't be very much money. Everybody else's parties are all starting at 20 bucks and then you're gonna be paying more and more for their fees. So we're starting at 15 and this is a way that we're telling you guys to come through. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in and make sure that you guys follow us both on social media. You guys will find all the information down there. We talked about Yas Queen, Sandra Gogo and all that. Thank you and good night from the lower level your husband's in the pool (laughs) your husband's in the pool (laughs) good night from the lower level